Hello, and welcome back to the Will Run For podcast. I'm your host, Tom, and with me, as always, are our co-hosts, Aaron. Hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> Michael. Hello. And Diana. Hey, hey. So how is everybody doing this week? Uh, doing well. Uh, we did a lot of running this weekend. We did. We've been running. Yeah, you guys got a ton of miles. Yeah. Well, this weekend, we were going to do a 20-miler um, as we're building towards this 100K that we're still looking to do in July. And then we were going to go up uh, to do a hike on the Appalachian Trail, but we decided that was two hours away, four hours, five hours in the car. We stayed local <laughs> <laughs> and did a 15-miler around here. Yeah, just ran out the door and back. Yeah, so that was nice. It looked really hot. Both of you looked miserable in your Instagram it stories. Was very hot, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it hit 90 degrees both days. Um, it was humid. Yeah. Wasn't much of a breeze on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was no, no it shade. Was really hot all, yeah, it was really hot all weekend. But our running group on Saturday met at 6 30. Like, we usually re- oh, meet yeah. at 7 or 7 30. And she was like, So, is everyone okay meeting at 6 30? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the smart thing to do. But since, you know, we've decided we're going to do this 100K in the middle of the day on in July, apparently we're supposed to heat adapt. I don't really know. Yeah. We got to get used to it, I guess. Probably makes a lot of sense. I mean, on Saturday when we were running, um, we were running, basically it turned into a trail run because we were in Savage Park in uh, here in Maryland and um, it, it's a new route for us and it took us down this gravel road, which me and Diana did four miles. We did an out and back and it just, it just felt stagnant. Oh, like, yeah. There was no air. It was, it was moist. Oof. Um, it was just... <laughs> It was just miserable, but um, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather be like dripping wet with sweat than it be so humid where it's just like staying on you. It feels like like your pores can't breathe. Yeah, I agree. I think on Saturday we had it where it started out really humid. So by like mile two, you're just drenched already. Then we got some rain, so it ended up working out okay. (laughs) Because I'd rather it – that's the point where – you're so hot and you're so sticky and wet that you can't, you're just praying for it to rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot, sticky and wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pro, pro tip though. Pro tip though. We started bringing towels with us to our training group runs so we can eat, we can dry off and then put them down on the, uh, on the car seats. Oh yeah. Definitely uh, yeah. do that. Yeah. That's a must. Yeah. He started wearing like sweat bands so that the sweat doesn't drip in his eyes. Yeah. When yeah. you have no hair on your head. <laughs> it Tom, roll it rolls downhill fast. Tom, you have that problem too? I do not. Um but I will say we um our our running coach had a Zoom call I think it was Thursday of last week and she was giving us some tips about gear and, and different things to do when you're running in in the heat. What did she say? Vaseline on your um your eyebrows or your chapstick? eyebrows or chapstick? Yeah. Huh. Oh, keeps, either or. Oh, because it keeps the moisture from building up in there. Wow. Yeah. So then it doesn't drip your into eyes. your eyes. That's interesting. There you go. That's Another brilliant. pro tip. That is yeah. another pro tip. What if We're you just have shave to start them? Charging for this podcast. We are educational, guys. <laughs> what if you just shave them off? <laughs> well, then there's <laughs> nothing to catch the sweat. I think that's worse. <laughs> I just want to see Diana with no eyebrows. It's like a waterfall. <laughs> is it like a waterfall? <laughs> yeah. It's like the late nineties where all the girls like oh my God. waxed yeah. their eyebrows. Like, so they were just like a little thin strip. 
<laughs> and if you did it really badly, you look surprised. Oh my god, so funny. Oh god. All right, all right. So what Tom, are we doing? Bring, I'm like, Tom, bring us back to us. what are we doing this week? <laughs> what, Let's go. Yeah, what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, I know we got a ton of listener feedback, so I think we're gonna share some of that to kick us off today. Yeah, and then I'm excited because the girls are done, so we're gonna finally learn about our guys. We're gonna hear about Michael's journey today, mm. right? Yes. Maybe. Um, we have the results of Would You Rather from last week, the Snot Rocket and the Chafing. <laughs> I'm still scarred. Just, <laughs> I can't get over it. Uh, and then I've got something new for you guys today. So uh, instead of a Would You Rather. So I guess we'll have to stay tuned to see what that is. We'll wrap it up as always by sharing something good. So but Michael, you wanted to, you, you wanted to give a shout out to our, our five star reviews. Yeah, so each week we're going to read the five-star reviews. Hopefully we have some each week. Um, I am not going to keep putting them in each week. Uh, so other people need to do them. So uh, first we had uh, one from Beach Girl 812 who's Lynn. Uh, great podcast to listen to while on a run. It made the miles just fly by. Very entertaining. And Ryan Teets was the other. Uh, always looking forward to the next episode. Love the format and the conversations. Keep up the great work. So remember to leave those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I think you can rate on Stitcher as well. I don't know what other ones do, rating systems, honestly. Um, but Apple's kind of the more important one because it's uh, with Spotify. It's one of the top one, really. I don't think Spotify has a rating system, though, as far as I, I know. I don't think so. But I. Yeah. But it also helps people find us, and that's yes. what we're trying to... That's why it's important. Build it's our not audience. Yes, it's yeah. not for our... It's a I little mean, vanity. I mean, it makes us feel yeah. good. Don't Maybe. Get don't Maybe. get me wrong. As we beg you to rate us five stars. Please give us five-star reviews. <laughs> Do not be honest. Look, it's a little bit of vanity, but it's mostly for exposure because of vanity. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, before we get into all that, let's start with what each of us are running for this week. Um, how about you, Diana? Why don't you get us started? Sure, I can kick us off. So I think this week I'm definitely running for friends. Uh, the Baltimore Women's Classic was supposed to happen this weekend. That's one of my favorite races every single year in Baltimore. It is, I think, 98% women. So it's all girl power. Lots of mothers and daughters do it. They give you a rose at the end, um, which is a great race. So they decided to do it virtually this year. So a group of us met in Columbia on Sunday. So it was my first time running with kind of a larger group of friends. So there were four girls. I ran with Nikki, Nicole, and Kate. And then we actually went and got brunch afterwards. So it was, it just felt like an old school running weekend uh, that I've missed. So I was definitely running for friends this week. Mm, that's always fun. I am uh, just running for sanity. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of everybody at work. I've had enough of group work messages. I've had enough of me. Enough of. <laughs> The older people I work with who don't understand the etiquette of group messages in a professional setting. Not that we're professionals, but <laughs> I'm running for the sanity of that. And because you have to deal with Aaron. Well, that too. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, well, you didn't even mention me, so I guess I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> You're not on the list. I'm not, not on, on the list. list. You didn't make the list. And this cat below me. <laughs> and oh, the sanity true. from the cat. Nice. So for me, I'm continuing my virtual challenge, the race across Maryland. Um, I'm If I wasn't lazy today, I'd be at 75 miles, uh, mm. but I'm just shy of 75 miles for 
the first, I guess, 14 days. Nice. Um, wow. So, yeah, uh, let me tell you, um, those dog walks really add up. And I count absolutely everything. Gotta, um, yeah. <laughs> so I've been averaging at least four miles a day. So I couple the dog walks with at least, you know, a run and then a run, a long run on the weekend. So it's going pretty good. Um, feel pretty good. So yeah, I'm gonna keep it up. Well, awesome. Archie, the dog awesome. is also working on his summer bod. So we really need to <laughs> <laughs> He likes to keep it tight. That's true. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I was running this week for salt air and ocean views. Actually, the last couple weekends, um, I used to live down by the beach and I moved a little bit away. So I haven't been getting down there as much. I'm very excited. The last couple weeks, we've been driving down to the Jersey Shore and getting our long runs in down there. And I've really missed it. Uh, it's where I, when I started running, I did most of my long runs on the boardwalk and uh, the bridge into Ocean City, New Jersey, and I've missed it a lot. Just the smell of the salt air, <sighs> the sound of the ocean. So, yeah, that's what I was running for this week. And we did a 20-mile run with zero elevation change. <laughs> it's true. It was <laughs> Strava zero. literally said zero, zero. and it was amazing. <laughs> See, where we live is so hilly. When I have to run on flat now, I feel like it's a struggle because at least the hill gives me something to do. (laughs) (laughs) This week, I was even more specific of I do not even want to run over the bridge. I want to run the boardwalk and I don't care how many times we have to go back and forth. Uh, We're just going to run back and forth on the boardwalk because I don't even want the hill on the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Good plan. (laughs) So... We did, as Diana mentioned, get a ton more feedback, and we are still very excited about that. Um, We love seeing everyone's comments and sharing all their um, runs and what they're doing out there. Um, The feedback to our posts, it's been really fun. So uh, if you don't already follow us, please go find us on Facebook and Instagram at Will Run For Podcast. And also make sure you're tagging us in your posts and then hashtagging at will sorry at hashtag will run for podcast so that we can share your posts and cheer you on mm-hmm. yeah awesome so we did get some really good feedback so um i'll kick us off i know brez kathy on instagram she said that she got her 10 miles in while she was helping a friend train to run uh boston virtually could imagine doing boston virtually um she also says that she runs for mental clarity which it sounds like we're running for a lot this week and that feeling she gets after a run it is really hard to get out there and go for a run and then after you do it you never you never regret it but um she said the early morning quiet sets the tone for the day not gonna lie the mental struggle of getting out the door is real but i never regret going even if it's not my best performance so love that um karate chop 16 Um, when Aaron asked what gets you out the door when you're having a bad day, he responded, I remember never regretting, regretting going out for a run. Um, but I have regretted not going out for a run plenty of times. Absolutely feel that. And then Nicole also on Instagram, she was running on her Peloton app. Um, she's loving her Peloton app, by the way. Um, she doesn't actually have a Peloton machine and just uses the app. She's Hmm. obsessed with it. She says it's got really great workouts and it's making her a lot faster. Yeah, I just learned about that recently, that the, there's an entire app that has a whole bunch yeah. of different workouts. Karate yeah, so also big in Peloton. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So she just has like a normal treadmill has been doing stuff on that. And she said that an instructor on one of those um, workouts said to channel her, to, to channel a strong person. And that day she said that she was channeling our, our host, Tom. Um, and she said mm-hmm. that Tom gets out there every day and busts his ass to be a better runner. And she wants to be like Tom when she grows up. So I, think we I all... am not worthy. I am not worthy of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Tom. I think we all want to be just like you when we grow up. I, I yeah. would set I would set my sights a little higher, but, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for that. Nice, and then we've got a uh, Dale underscore A. He was back out there swimming again, so I think <laughs> that his app had another another uh, spasm. <laughs> and then um, what is that, Gregor? Greg in Orlando, maybe? Yeah, I think it's oh. Greg in Orlando. Oh, Greg in Orlando. It's like our friend Matt, who I for, I thought it said Matt Frumpa, but it's Matt from PA. <laughs> I was like, why is this Instagram Frumpa? Here's the deal. Matt Frumpa also fits. Oh, my God. That's like the best nickname ever, I think. Oh, my God. I know. We'd be like Matt Frumpa. Um, so, Greg anyway, in So, Greg in Orlando. He is running to chase what was once possible and to keep off his 70-pound weight loss. Get at it. I love that. That's awesome. And then our friend Michelle Kay is back. And she said that one morning, morning she did not feel like running. But listening to our podcast helped get her through that run. So she shared that she was running the new Tappan Zee Bridge bike path with some friends. So thanks, Michelle. And, you know, it's exciting that we inspired you. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Kate left us a couple pieces. Um, so af- after listening this morning, she, I guess, inadvertently committed herself to doing Dopey 2023. <laughs> no, she uh, committed herself for real. It was just an <laughs> unintentional invite by us. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I, think, I think when we were talking about it, somehow we just, she was like, oh, I'm going to join them. See, there you go. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and after completing the Baltimore Women's Classic 5K, uh, she was running for tiny sour beers. Sours are always good in the summer. Uh, Ryan Teat gave us a great shout out on his YouTube channel. Check out. He's Oh, sorry. He's Ryan Runs Disney on YouTube. Um, said it makes him laugh, and it's more relatable to hear people who are semi-average runners and like having fun while they run. Although, if you follow our Instagram, I do not ever have fun while we're running. It's true. So. <laughs> you always look pretty miserable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I attribute that to Aaron. I don't think it's the running. It's my brand. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, I'm Tom. Kidding. I'm Thanks, kidding. Thanks, Tom. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jen tagged us in a memory on IG from when her and Diana ran the Baltimore Women's Classic. Her and Donna got out there, did the race virtually. Um, they went into Baltimore, ran part of the course, around Inner Harbor. Um, looked a lot of fun. And Donna also shared on another run that she runs for her Diet Pepsi. Mm, Diet yeah. Pepsi. And if you know Donna, you don't get in the way of her her and her Diet Pepsi after mm. a run. <laughs> hey, I used to like a Coke after a run. So uh, let's see. Hysteria Brewing gave us a little shout out on IG after the mention last week. Yeah, big F yeah from Hysteria <laughs> Brewing. <laughs> and good old Jamie Hill. Uh, he hit a new personal record for 5K last week, Woo! which was awesome. He's still uh, out there grinding, getting it done for weight loss and the health. Uh, so it was funny. Um, he asked me what the name of the podcast was like a week ago, and I'm like, didn't you write in last week? <laughs> 
to the email address too, no less, that has the entire full title of our broadcast. Oh, God. I love Jamie so much. <laughs> and of course, I teased him last time, which I won't do this time. Oh, that's great. Laura Duxon on Instagram, who is a new le- uh, listener, uh, she found us, I think she found us through some of the Run Disney stuff. She's a new listener. She gave us some great feedback on our format and our content. And I had a little chat with her um, through Instagram after she shared the podcast on our on her stories. And uh, I was really excited to to see that. I love when people find us, you know, not that I don't love our friends, but when you when you get that <laughs> random new listener, you're like, yes, I'm so excited. And now we can say we've gone international. We, so that's yes, right, because she's from the Netherlands. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> um, Amy was running for Mountain Views, and she was thankful for the cloud cover. Because she lives out in Arizona, uh, and she always posts some spectacular views, but when she posted, it was already uh, 80 degrees out at 6 a.m., which I would say at least it's a dry heat, right? I mean, no humidity, something? Actually, 80 80 and no sun is not awful. See? There you go. Not awful. And no humidity either. Not awful, Amy. It's not awful. Uh, we received some shout outs from some of the podcasts that we um, listened to. 70 Millimeter gave us a nice little shout out again. And then a podcast that we listened to, uh, it's one of Michael's other podcast friends from the broadcast, mm-hmm. uh, gave us a, a lovely little shout out as well and told us told their listeners to come find us. So we want to shout them out as well and tell all of you to go find them. We will uh, post their links to their shows in our show notes tonight. <laughs> Go yeah, find Tom's them. been listening to seven, uh, 70 Millimeter. He says he's been liking it. Yeah, those guys are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're something. No, it was, <laughs> I'm it, like, it was cool. Topical. It was topical because we had just finished watching all eight Fast and Furious movies. Oh, my God. That's amazing timing. So I went and listened to the episode where they reviewed Fast and Furious. Yeah. And they are spot on. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, our big feedback this week is from our friend Russell. He left us so much feedback. We are so excited. Um, we, he actually left us an entire long post that we're going to have Tom read in a, in a second because uh, we want you guys to hear this entire thing because um, he's doing some amazing things out there. Um, he mentioned he's training for his first marathon. He's doing that down in Baltimore, which, man, those hills, good luck. <laughs> uh, he wished everyone a fa- happy Father's Day while he was doing his long run. He tagged us in basically every run he did this past week. Uh, he's awesome. got a thousand mile goal for the year uh yeah he said the heat's always defeated him but he was out there anyway getting it done um we're excited to watch his his journey tom why don't you uh take us away with his yeah and i apologize in advance this is going to sound like i'm reading because i am reading and i do not (laughs) want to get this wrong um so uh, I apologize if there's if there's not enough inflection in my voice, but um, <laughs> to share Russell's post. Okay, here we go. So it starts with, we'll run for health. I posted my story in the Baltimore 10 miler virtual page, but figured I'd do so here as well. I just want to thank all of you as runners because of you. I stay motivated with my health for myself and my family. Long post. Sorry. Running has been a big part of my life the last year. 
I took running seriously, seriously in February of last year when I knew I needed to change my lifestyle. I started out with a couch to 5k app, man, that was hard and watched my diet. It was hard. And there were many times that I wanted to just give up. I eventually endured the suck and kept going. I had a friend ask me one time, what are you training for? I had never thought about the question mainly because I never saw myself as a runner, just a large guy trying anything to lose some weight. Well, that was when I decided at the time for my ultimate goal to train for a half marathon. It was something that didn't seem achievable at the time, but I was determined to do it. I got even more serious with my running regime and dieting. I set my sights on the Baltimore Half Marathon, which I was told was crazy to run that as my first, which is true. Um, <laughs> well, I did it, and I caught the runner's bug now. This year, I set my sights not only on the King Crab Challenge, but also to run my first marathon at the Baltimore Running Festival. The 10-miler that he just did will be part of my training runs, I hope, next year. Or this 10-miler will be part of my training runs, I hope, next year. I'm sorry. I hope next year I'll be able to run these in person with all of you wonderful people as I plan to do the King Crab again. I do want to personally thank every one of you. I know you don't know me personally, but you have all helped me in so many ways, just being awesome and supportive as runners usually are with each other. It's seeing the miles logged and the goals achieved with others that keeps me going and driving for better. It's all of you that helped redefine my health and lose almost a hundred pounds. My ultimate goal is eventually a 50 miler. And then he notes my dad ran one of those and I'd love to follow in his footsteps. That is awesome. That He's going to make me cry again. I was <laughs> just going to say, actually, that just made me get a little teary again. <laughs> so I, um, I actually went to high school with Russell and, um, last summer he started messaging me when he kind of started running, um, cause I guess he saw I was running and he started asking me questions and I had talked to him kind of on and off just like Facebook and stuff like that. Um, and he's like, you know, well, ha- what races should I sign up for? And like, should I be doing anything other than running? And I was like, well, you got to do a little cross training, things like that. Um, so I think he just, you know, got connected, um, through us and I'm just, I'm so proud of him and he's got like the cutest kids and he always posts photos of him, like pushing strollers. So he's like one of those people now who's like taking his kids out. Um, <laughs> so I just love it. Amazing. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. And I think it's awesome to get involved in like, whether it's running communities or podcast communities or a mix of them, whatever it is, like they can really pull you through some stuff. Like that's how you meet people now, you know, it's not like, Mm -hmm. like that, that's how, and to have people with similar interests or similar goals, or maybe who've done it prior and can give you advice going forward or can pick you up on that down day or, you know, yeah, I mean, that's how we all met. We all met through yeah. a podcast group. So, yeah. you know, I think that having those people and seeing other people who are out there just like you kind of struggling to get those miles in and when you're having a bad day, you see their runs and it really like lifts your spirits and set, makes you say, yeah, I mean, I, if they're doing it, I should be doing it too. And, and it helps you out like that. So uh, I'm really excited to have him as part of our community. Yeah, same. And I I think it's so interesting how they first start off and, and you have your running friends and then the running part falls off that mm-hmm. they just become your friends. So yeah. I, I had this group and they were always, I refer to them as my running friends, but now I just say 
well, they're my friends. It's not some random people that I know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Strangers that I know from the internet. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been involved in podcasting probably more than a decade now. And most of my friends, I would say, have come through that in some way or another. And in the beginning, it was like, oh, yeah, these are like, yeah, like you were saying, like my podcast friends. But no, they're all just like my friends, like like the broadcast, like Colleen is probably my closest friend, you know, but we met through podcasting. So we're not podcast mm-hmm. friends. We're just friends. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and it's a weird transition when that happens. Right. Like, I don't know, like you're even like with us, like I feel like I wanted you to be my friend, but you're always kind of like, oh, these are kind of my run friends from this run group. And then like one day it just like you turn around, and you're like, oh, no, Diana's really he, she's just my friend. Tom doesn't hate me. He's now my friend. (laughs) I never hated you. I never hated you. Oh, God. But but you make a good point. Like the people that you meet in the in in these 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 different. What do you what do you call them? These different um, groups or whatever it is. Yeah. Like it just expands your world. Mm hmm so much like we have friends in texas we have friends in georgia we have friends in florida that you know we we see at race weekends or or through running related activities but i mean it's very comfortable when we see them and that kind of evolution where you don't just consider them in that silo it's really cool when that happens Yeah. yeah absolutely i agree well, yeah, that was awesome. All that listener feedback was 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 really yes. good, and we're we're very very thankful for it. Yeah, that's one of the for me and getting kind of a little bit back to podcasting. Like that's kind of the always been pretty much every show I've ever done. The goal of it has been to be inclusive, community wise. Like to me, that's always been what's appealing about it, you know. And uh, I, hopefully, this show can do that in general, you know? Yeah. It's part of the reason why I wanted to do this was to build that community and why I love giving the feedback and, and sharing what everyone has to say, because I know that when I was listening to my first podcast and I'd give feedback and I'd hear my name on, on it, I'd get excited and it, it made me feel mm-hmm. like I was part of it. So that's really what we want to do for you guys and to bring you guys into this. Mm-hmm. So that's hey that. Y'all ready for the main event? <laughs> yes. Mm the main event i'm very excited <laughs> it's very exciting All right, it's time to hear from michael about what got him into running oh boy michael take it away let's see let's see well you see it was a cold day in december 2015 <laughs> 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 are you sure it was cold yeah no it actually wasn't that cold so oddly enough i do actually know the first day i started like this specific oh you know the day <laughs> yeah 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 i do only because it's tracked on apps um so oddly i I was just like i'm gonna run now i didn't even know there were apps oh yeah (laughs) well i had like because a couple years prior i did a disney 5k so i ran like five times to get ready for it so i used like run keeper or something so like i literally ran like five miles (laughs) i don't you know (laughs) so i had started running in 2015 i was like let's see how old was i 42. So I was like 42. Not in great. I was in terrible shape. It hurt my back a couple times that year. Um, you know, I was on vacation in San Diego. I couldn't even walk. I had to wear like one of those janky uh, CVS back braces Ooh. the whole week. Yeah. I, like it was like 
excruciating pain for weeks and weeks and weeks. So eventually, like through that fall, I kind of had worked out of the pain a little bit. And I was like, I, I got to do something. I just have to do something. And I have a track right next to my building, um, like literally right next to it. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to go out at lunch every day and just whatever, do whatever I can in 25 minutes or whatever, half hour and see what I get done. So on December 2nd, 2015, that fateful day, <laughs> I went out to that track and did, I think it was like 1.68 miles. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it was down to the like exact mileage. Yeah. I mean, I was slow. Which but is this fine. is very in character for you. I feel like you know, like the exact date and the exact distance. <laughs> the devil's in the details. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I mean, so those first few months, you know, I, I basically stayed around that two two-ish mile mark. Yeah, I started getting a little more. I remember when I first started like trotting, like because I'm mostly just fast walking and a little trotting. I remember when I first started doing a little more running, and it literally felt like my shins were going to rip open. I was yeah. like, dear God, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? And what, what really helped me get through that, like, because um, I wasn't really in any running groups or anything like that, but, like, the guys from, like, 70 Millimeter, like, they used to do a show called Paper Keg, and, that, like, Dale was part of that and all. So, on Twitter, I was, like, posting every day that I was going out and doing it, and they were, like, holding me accountable, basically, or, you know, rooting me on, or, like, Karate, same thing, was doing the same thing. He's part of that group as well. Um, karate Chop, sorry. <laughs> for those who don't know who he is specifically. Um, <laughs> the chop adds so look, much to that. <laughs> yeah, if you just see some guy hanging for like three minutes, you're going to know who it is. But uh, so that that accountability every day <laughs> to people like really kept me going, you know? It really just kept me moving. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Diana. Diana's making everybody laugh. <laughs> <laughs> one 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 day you'll be able to see us do this. Um, so so that accountability from people was amazing, and um, so over that that like winter into summer. Thankfully, it wasn't a bad winter, so I was able to keep going pretty regularly. I didn't have any long breaks because of snow or anything, and I I eventually I was like, you know what. Like, I need to set some kind of goal or I'm not going to keep going. So, I signed up actually for the Disney Half Marathon in 2017, the 2017 Disney Half. So, I signed up for that about in summer sometime. You know, I was like, I need a goal. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm able to run now. I want to be able to keep doing it. I need something to shoot for. So, I figured a year, like a year of training to get to a half marathon was a reasonable thing. And so that was Diana, like peak Disney run time. Like yeah. they were selling out in like two minutes at that point. Yeah. yeah Diana yeah. and I, we made goals for 5Ks in our first year. Michael goes straight for the half marathon. Yeah. No, no, no. But that was the end of the year. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of races in between. Like I remember my first eight mile run. It took me like, that was like, that was like the first time I went out on like a long run. Like I didn't know how far I was going to go. I was like, I want to see how far I can go. And, you know, I was like, you know, every, I'm, I'm not making fun of anybody. <laughs> I was like every novice runner where I had like, you know, rocking compression socks and everything else. I'm like, I'm going out for a long run. I got to have compression socks or my legs are going to fall off. Right. That's what you got to do. Right. <laughs> and like, you know, 
and whatever else and like bottles and all kinds of stuff you know that's did how you, i run have a, a bottle? 5k now <laughs> like, i literally have so much stuff with me when i run did you have the bottle the waste but yeah i had the waste, waste thing with the bottle on the back the compression yeah. socks compression socks did you have an yeah. armband with their phone probably and like i just yeah, am, am probably. picturing all him runner all nerded up yeah nerded i was out. Yeah, yeah you know you're learning you're figuring things out so i remember well, sometimes it's a, it's a security blanket yeah. like when i ran like three miles on saturday uh or on sunday i had my full runner belt with me and i didn't like drink Just, my water yeah. at all but it, you had <laughs> it's it like good thing you carried that <laughs> well, yeah i feel like in summer it's always good to have that yeah like some of us may have done like i've gone out on 20 mile runs and not borrowed enough water and been in the middle of the woods so these things happen in summer I bring water if I go on a 20-mile drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I brought water, just not enough, just a small bottle. But regardless. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah so I, I, the accountability from people I knew and like friends, like internet friends, I guess you want to say, but they're just friends. And uh, that accountability really helped and, and got me through it. And then setting that goal for myself um, gave me reason to kind of actually have some kind of training like i never do any training plans i've never done training plans um my brother's a, a cross-country coach so i mean so i asked for advice from just him or from other people who i know that run a lot and they're like yeah if you just kind of do this mileage and this kind of thing you know i never did any specific like you do this on this day this on this day this on this day mm-hmm. like it was just like i do not like structure whatsoever so <laughs> running plans are not for me they may be for you, and that is great. I hate structure, so they are not for me. Um, so eventually, I ended up actually doing a 5K, oddly enough, one day in Ocean City, New Jersey, with Dale underscore A and Slim from 70 Millimeter and Jones Yellow Spear as well. And it was like 95 degrees at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, it God. was the hottest thing I've ever done. I was like, holy cow, this is awful. Um, but it went fine and I did a few miles afterwards. Um, but so my training was going really great in six, 2016. I was feeling good. I was pretty much cause I was, you know, I had dropped like fi- that first year I probably dropped like 40 to 50 pounds. Wow. And so like the running became exponentially easier because I was getting in better mm-hmm. shape and I was also losing weight. So it was like my legs were able to carry me a little more. Yep. And did you change did you change your diet at all? Um yeah, but not like more portion size than like specific items, I would say. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I and uh I would get into bad habits of like uh for those who don't know what Wawa is, I would go to Wawa like three times a day because it's like literally forty seconds from my building. <laughs> so um like I cut things out, you know, and mm. just and just moderate it. You know, I didn't go crazy or anything. I just moderate it. Yeah, you weren't like diet diet. No, no. <laughs> what yeah. was that? Uh oh, for Tom. <laughs> Me and portion control are not friends. <laughs> <laughs> like Look I, on I, your I, face. I, I supersize off principle. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't really eat, and even then, I, I I don't eat fast food, and I didn't even then, just because it doesn't doesn't, agree. doesn't work for me. <laughs> Sometimes, like, after a race, I do, like, grabbing some McDonald's, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I once in a while, I like some hamburgers or something. But that's about it. But so, anyway, 16 was going great. The summer went great. I was training really well. I was like, you know what? 
I looked, uh, somebody said something at work about uh, one of the guys I work with was running the Ocean City Half Marathon. I was like, oh, you know what? Let me hop in and do that. So I signed up last minute. <laughs> oh, and, and like, because I was ready for it. I had been doing decent training runs, running like 10 miles, 11, you know, 12, whatever. Oh, gotcha. And so you were already kind of like at that training. Yeah, faster. yeah. I was yeah. I was at a solid training for a half. I, I had no idea. You because jumped I had, pretty quickly in your mileage, though, up to that. Yeah, well, because as I started losing the weight quickly, my legs were able to carry me a lot f- mm-hmm. further. So I started pushing. And then I started watching, you know, YouTube videos about like running and stuff. And you're like, oh, my God, I got to run so much further, you know, so. You were inspired. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, let me do this uh, Ocean City half. And it, like, I guess it went perfectly. Like it was perfect weather. Um yeah, I remember like the last three miles. I was like, "Oh my god, is this ever going to end?" I mean, because you know it's a long, it's a long run. Um, so I ended up, I think I ended up just over two hours, like just under two o two, which oh my god, <laughs> you know, I was it, it felt really good. Like I didn't like bonk at any point or anything like that. Like everything went like dead perfect. Like I'm not. You even were just lie. in the zone. Yeah, everything went just perfect. Weather, everything. Um. That's like a nine-minute mile. I was going to say. Yeah, that's, I think it was I like 9.50. first half, that's yeah. pretty... No, a- I, like I said, it went atypical. perfect. Yeah, it went- and I noticed the uh, the difference between Michael's story and my story and Aaron's story is he didn't think he was going to die on every single race he did. <laughs> like, no, that's true. every single thing I did, I was like, I'm going to die. I'm not making it through this. <laughs> well, no, see, I did that the opposite way. Like, in the beginning, everything went great. And then recently, I felt like I was going to die every single time. <laughs> Uh, so, see, it's it's all downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's like this peaks and valleys. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know what? I said at that point, I was like, I did the half. I should upgrade to the full for Disney. I was oh like, God. but before that, I I really <laughs> wanted to prove to myself I could do it. So I was like, before I even try to upgrade, I'm gonna do the like some training and see if I can get a 20 mile run in. I was like, if I can do the 20 miler by December. Then I'll switch um, to the, and I was able to switch to the marathon at that point. I was like, all right, I did a 20 mile or I can I at least know I can get through this. And that, of course, was the year that the half got canceled anyway, because there were oh. severe thunderstorms overnight. And then the morning of the marathon, it was 30 degrees with 35 mile an hour winds. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was the one, right, where they call them, like, accidental marathoners. Yes. So, yes. they gave people yeah. the option with the half marathon down at Disney. Hey, if your race got canceled, you can we'll either refund you or you could upgrade to the marathon and just see what you can do. You can always get swept off the course if yep. you want to. So, some people hadn't even trained and got swept. And then some people hadn't trained and they just basically ran their 13.1 and walked at the other 13.1 i'm pretty so, sure pretty cool. that greg from orlando was one of the accidental marathoners was he? That's yeah awesome. i'm pretty sure that uh yeah because i was <laughs> at port orleans i believe uh riverside no no no. i was at uh what's the other one uh french quarter hmm. so that day i remember sitting outside eating and the people were running their, the dopey people were running their half marathon around the resort because oh, it yeah. got canceled. Yeah. But I mean, those storms were raging that night. So first I was like, I mean, I was just prepared enough to finish a marathon. Um, well, you had done one 20 miler. I probably did two, 
or or in that range anyway i'd okay. at least done one maybe two but like they were like run walk and there's apps which is obviously there's nothing wrong with that um but like shoes i was wearing these like ds like shoes i got from like dsw or something like some <laughs> nike like some nike like so you hadn't been fitted or nah, found well your, I, or found shoes yeah, yet that you i hadn't found like wh- what would shoe. work for me yeah, yeah these were like and these weren't even like nike like distance running shoes these were like I don't workout know. shoes yeah like run 100 <laughs> meters or something you know like uh, th- sprinting shoes yeah so i remember that race um i remember parts of it i remember going through wide world of sports and cursing all the run walk groups um that were incredibly rude this is not all of you i am just talking about the groups that were in front of me not crapping on anybody oh, oh the ones that run or walk like five six across and then don't get yes. out of anybody's way and don't let anybody through and then stop and then run past you and then get in front of you again and then stop with while taking up all the room on the sidewalk which we know is pretty tight in wide world sports so and i was struggling as it was because you know first it was cold as anything and i wasn't like running some kind of pace where i was building heat and maintaining it so mm-hmm. I was just cold. Like my throwaway clothes, I kept on the whole race. I had like some yeah. big orange sweatshirt. And I was like, I'll just <laughs> throw that away. I'm like, I'm not throwing this away. It's freezing. <laughs> yeah. so, That's how you know it's cold when yeah. you're keeping that garbage on. <laughs> yeah, I kept all the crappy stuff I had on. And then uh, I'm like, oh my God. So I finished, bare, like I finished and it was like, I don't know, a little over five hours. But I don't remember what it was. 502, 510, oh something like that. Oh my God, right? He's like... <laughs> No, was, did I you mean, stop for characters? Like, yeah, just a couple, just a handful. Because I didn't really <laughs> just know. Just infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> like how you're like, I don't really know exactly how it was like 502.36, whatever. <laughs> I think it was, it might have been 511. I don't know. But the and worst. Diana and I are just mad because you're like, ah, no big deal. Well, Five no. hours, eleven minutes. It was hard. Like I, I grinded that I know, whole time. I, know. I did. You just are natural, a little bit naturally faster than. And some of the I'm rabbis. just jealous of people that are done sooner. Like that's <laughs> the reason why I want to get faster. Because sometimes I'm out there and I'm like, if I was just faster, I could be done now. <laughs> yeah, there's yep. that too. But it it went really well and it was really good. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. So all uh, oh, that old mantra. Yeah, I'm like, I'm never doing this again. So in May I ran the New Jersey Marathon. In June I ran uh half sour, half kraut in Philly, <laughs> which is a half trail, half path marathon. Then I ran one in Albany, then I ran one in <laughs> in Raleigh, and then I ran one in Rehoboth. That was all the same year. All within the same year. Yeah. So, so wait, you did that that one half and then just did nothing but marathon. Yes. So one half yeah. and then Disney, <laughs> yes. New Jersey, Half Sour, Hudson, City of Oaks, or Hope. It's so six marathons in one year after doing <gasps> one half marathon. Yeah. And I dropped. Like, I'm never going to do them again, but let's do five more. <laughs> <laughs> and then I dropped from like 5.11 to like 4.15 in the marathon that year. But I mean, you're talking, I did a lot of training that year. So you, you run marathons the way that I order from Taco Bell. <laughs> well, I think in the Taco Bell drive through, I like order a gordita and then they're like, and what else? And I'm like, that's a great question. And, and, and so I'm like, how about another taco? And they're like, okay, great. What else? I'm like, all right. 
about nachos? Yep. <laughs> Another solid question from the Taco Bell server. I'm like, oh I'm like we God. can play this game all night. If you keep asking me what I want, I will keep ordering from you. And then they're like, so are you and your whole family drive around and then it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just embarrassed. Oh, man. But please continue. <laughs> Well, I think what had happened was in that that summer, uh, I was out in LA with some friends and at dinner and my friend Jen was like, oh yeah, my brother just finished the 50 States, 50 marathons. Uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. And at that point I had run the three. Um, I was like, wow, I'm three in. I should probably just do that. <laughs> There's only 47 more. <laughs> and, and there is something to be, there is something to be said that when you're in, in good enough shape to do one, yeah. you want to keep yeah. being in that shape. Agreed. I do agree and, with that. And the best motivator is having a race to run. I don't exactly. care what you say. Exactly. Yeah. And I also found that I really liked like the mid-sized city races. Um, like Disney was great and all. I like I like Disney because it's a fun one. The half sour half kraut is a small Philly race, like put on by a, uh, an ultra running company, which I didn't know at the time, obviously. But yeah, I, and going into that one, which was weird. All of a sudden, like I I knew nothing about trail running at that point. All of a sudden, I'm running on this, you know, running on a, like a normal paved path, like in a park. And all of a sudden, now we're going up on this like rocky trail, oh, and yeah. then back down some rocky trail. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what's this part of it? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Especially because you're running Philly, and yeah, you don't yeah. realize like Pennypack Park in Philly. You're like, oh, like you know that there's paved trails. You don't realize. Yeah, I had no idea how much yeah. actual trail running you can get inside a of a park. Yeah. In that's why it's called half sour, half kraut because you do half on pavement, half on the trail. Yeah. So I continued on with the marathon thing. Um, I actually ran another marathon in January the next year. Shocking. February or early March, whatever it was. Then finally, I did Big Sur with um, the sh- Team Shenanigans crew. Um, and my friend Tim does a film, or at that time was doing the filming at the race. Um, and that was like the first time I really experienced like hills, hills. Oh, yeah. And I remember like the cramping at the end of that race was like crushing me. But, uh, and then weirdly, I didn't really run another one until uh, October, I guess. Yeah. Well, Big Sur is supposed to be really challenging because of the hills, and mm-hmm. then it's got a really strict pace requirement. Yeah. And it's another one of those races that has those firm um, cutoff points yes. where they'll sweep you off the course. Yeah, so it it, does. I know it stresses a lot of people out. Yeah. I mean, they literally, when the time is done, they are cleaning it up. It, it is, there's no lag. Um, I, oh, yeah. That's right. That was. In eight, 2018, I also attempted my first 50K. So also being a dummy, I really knew nothing. Like, I knew very little about trail running. I had started some trail running with uh, the Pineland Striders that year around here, which is all dead flat. And I was like, I can run marathons. So I guess I can do, you know, it, you can do a 50K if you can do a marathon. I mean, that's just realistic. The problem was this one that I did in May of that year, it was relatively technical. There was elevation. It was the middle of May. It was 45 degrees. There was a nor'easter, and it poured rain for 12 hours torrentially. You could literally see your breath all day. It was so cold. That sounds fun. Um, so I only made it like, there was like three loops. I made it like 21 miles, and I was like, I got to, I'm just calling it. Because I had to work the next day, and I just had it, and my knees were to the point where I couldn't run downhill. So so I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to call it because it just isn't smart, you know, I I need to be able to go to work. <laughs> you know, oh, that's just kind of the way it is. 
Um, it's not worth calling out. It's not worth a day. Yeah, it's like I, it's not worth getting hurt. It's not worth getting home at midnight. Uh, let me just call it. And it literally poured for like six more hours. So it was like, you know, but I learned a lot on that race. So like I, I really appreciate it doing that. And I feel like once you started the marathons, you just never went back. It was just like you kept going with the the longer distance goals. Yeah. Like you just got addicted to the longer endurance stuff. Yeah. Because then I had set a goal. There's a race, the Batona race, which uh, someone next to me won. (laughs) Who's that? The, uh, I wanted to, the year I did it the first time, they had a 50K um, or it was like 32 or 33 miles, whatever it was. But you had to have a qualifier race. So my qualifier race was going to be the Patapsco 50K by you guys. Oh, yeah. We had dinner. No, no. This no, was the year before. year before. Before I even knew you guys, oh, actually. Is, yeah. And thankfully, it was the year everything flooded. And they moved the race to the path around BWI. <laughs> that 10-mile oh, route. Well, because Did they clear the bikers before you guys had to run. Yeah, it was mostly drizzly all day, so nobody was out there. It was great. That was great. That went super. So I I ran my qualifier the week before the race I wanted to get into. So I ran back to back weekend fifty k's, um, <laughs> as you do when you want to. I wanna cannot. Do- <laughs> That's just, I just ridiculous. As you do oh when you want to run your first fifty k. Um, so thankfully it was actually moved off the trails because those Patapsco rate, the Patapsco park is relatively technical. It's not like super technical, but I would have never finished the 50 K on that trail. Probably I probably would have finished it, but I would have never been able to run the next weekend. And the next weekend I learned one of my big lessons at the Batona 50 K where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use tailwind in this race, never having used it before and put it in every bottle in my vest. I don't. I don't know what that is. What's yeah, that? Like yeah. the. Uh, I use it. It's um. It's a nutrition. It's just yeah, like pa- you know, it's it goes like noon. In, it goes um, in the water. Yeah, now. It's, it's got more calories. Yeah. In it. I mean, noon has a version of it called endurance, um. But the tailwind, it has calories in it, so it's like, um, it replaces the chews. You don't have to eat solids at the same time. Um, mm. unless you're going up to like, you know, the really, really long distance stuff, then you, you probably want to add solids in, but yeah, yeah, the purpose of it is so that, um, it's got calories in it as well. So you're always taking in calories. Yeah. Well, I knew nothing about it. I put way too much in each bottle. Uh, I had no clean, I had no clean water whatsoever. So, oh, so you were like, I'm just going to leave this one bottle. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm no. just going to put it in everything. I'm going to put it in everything. everything. Out on and, a trail in the middle of nowhere. And tailwind is the type of thing where you need to be taking fluid in, like enough yeah. fluid. Like you shouldn't put too much in. They even talk about it like on their websites and like different things, like how much you're supposed to put in. If you put too much in, it's a gut buster. Yeah, I didn't read any of that. So I get about like 10 or 15 miles in and I feel terrible. Ugh. I'm like, oh my God, like awful. So I just dumped everything out. I was like, I can't even drink any of this stuff. So I had no water for like the next nine miles till I got to an aid station and then refilled and I got some soup and stuff. So I was able to finish. It, it was a grind, but I learned like a huge lesson there. Um, like, don't try new stuff on race day. <laughs> no, absolutely not. In the um, trail races, they don't have aid stations. Like ro- I know they do, but like they're not as frequent as they this are on one, road races. Yeah, because it's going through a state forest, there's only certain points where they can really do it. So gotcha. there, there's a pretty long section in one part where it's like 12 miles yeah. or something like that. So I, and it was actually one of the longer sections that I was in, of course, where I was like, 
this stuff has got to go. I don't want any of it. Yeah, it depends um, on the trail race itself. Sometimes yeah. um, you get them pretty frequently. Sometimes you get you have to self support for a decent amount of this time. This just happened to be in a long section. Yeah, yeah, mm, gotcha. Where like my stomach was just blowing up because I was an idiot. Um, We've all been there. Yeah. So I think Aaron and I had been running together at that point, and she convinced me to go back to Disney that year. It's when I did seven and a half hour marathon. And like my I've big had so much fun. Yeah. It's your favorite. My big goal was <laughs> to do my first double weekend marathon. Um which was the weekend after Disney. So I was like, of course I'll run Disney because I'm running two marathons the next weekend. It's so just a training run. Why wouldn't I run Disney the weekend before? Uh so <laughs> does that does that mean Saturday and Sunday? Yes. yes. Good lord. So okay. my goal was to go sub five hours, both of them. So the first day, oh my god! So the first day, I went nice and easy. It was warm. Actually, the first day was pretty warm. It was an island off of Hilton Head called Dolfuski, um, and they have a forty mile hour and stuff like that. But I just did the marathon, and it was warm. It was humid. Um, so I probably expended more energy than I realized, and you know, because it's January and it's like seventy three degrees down there, so. But I, I think I did it like 455, 456, something like that. So then I got to drive down to Jekyll Island in Georgia to run that one the next day. So I finish up, I get in my car, drive down to Jekyll Island, get to the hotel and all. Um, there's, a, of course, a nor'easter hitting the next day. <laughs> and the race starts out fine. Like, I'm going all right. I'm just cruising. And uh, basically... Jekyll Island's like a, a barrier island, I believe, like a long straight island. And uh, I get around the backside and like 30 mile an hour winds are just like crushing me in the face. Oh my and, and I'm like, man, and I'm looking at the time trying to figure it out. And there was this older guy in front of me. He was probably like 65 or so. And he was doing run walk, kind of like a Galloway thing. And I was like, I'm just going to use it. I'm going to follow his intervals and just go with him for now because I'm like dying. Um. And at one point, I think I I messaged Darren. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the five hour thing's done. I'm like, screw this, it's done. I got nothing left. And I think that was like five miles to go. <laughs> so after I sent that message, I'm like, eh, you know what? Maybe I can do it. I'm like, I might as well just run it out and see what happens. And I didn't hear from him after that, so I thought maybe he was dead. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, eh, I was like, I guess I'll just run it out and see what happens. And like the last four miles, I just hammered it for what i could do and i actually ran like i think my fastest four miles of the weekend by a lot oh and i'm God. like i'm like good for you i'm cruising past people because you know at the end of a marathon in that five hour range everybody's like hanging on trying to get to the end that's when i was crying yeah. and then drinking <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> in I'm, the last five miles i'm sprinting past everybody as fast as i possibly can oh, I would have <laughs> everybody you. is probably like f that guy <laughs> And I finally get to the end and actually I had like six minutes to spare and made it under five. And I was like, like everything just let out of me. And I was like, you know, that's an awesome goal. Yeah, that's really cool. Ridiculous. I mean, it was a completely random goal that that. I just set for myself. Like it didn't matter if I went five on one, who cares? If I went five, 10, who cares? But for me, it mattered on that day. Yeah. So like I let everything out. So I was like, oh, if I can do that, like. That made me think I could do a 50 miler and all that. So I started doing some longer stuff. Um, oh, that year was the year I ran my second half marathon ever. 
<laughs> that's when we met you. <laughs> oh, that's when we met you. Oh, so memories. I was coming off of that when I ran Shamrock. Oh, yes. when you ran it like stupid fast. Yeah, so <laughs> he was in really an hour he was before in all really of us. Great shape at that point. I yeah. was yeah, I was really feeling good. So my goal in that spring was a fifty mile in Philly, actually on the same course, but all on trail, where I ran the half sour half kraut. So that was the second weekend of May. Um, I, of course, ended up getting into Big Sur and was like, well, of course I got to run Big Sur. And then I was like, you know what I should probably do? Go for my fastest marathon ever two weeks before my first 50 mile. <laughs> and that was not a great idea. But I did. Like I, 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 my marathon PR is actually at Big Sur. <laughs> Which is ridiculous on those hills. And, oh, my God. But... My legs were trashed for two weeks. So when I got to the 50 mile or like I finished it, but I think I walked the last 15 miles mostly because my legs were still like dead. My legs were still out on the West Coast somewhere like shot. <laughs> um, so really like the Big Sur was probably the peak of that year. Uh, this was last year. And then, you know, the 50 mile was great. I finished it. It was a great accomplishment. Then I figured, you know what? I should try and go for 100 miles on this 30-hour race in June. And that went terrible. Um, (laughs) It was supposed to be 85 degrees. It was 98 degrees. Yeah, that one was really bad. I went and crewed that. Yeah. And I like, I I totally bonked early. Like I was at mile 20. It was like noon and I was falling asleep on my feet. Well, that was, so the race was supposed to, he said it was supposed to be like 80, I think it was supposed to be like 88 degrees as a high. And it's supposed to be like, feels like 93. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning and had already hit like 95, like as a temperature and was like, feels like a hundred and something. And he's going and you're like wondering to yourself, do you tell the person who's running and miserable that it's like 10 to 15 degrees hotter <laughs> than he was expecting? Or do you just let him keep going? Yeah. I mean, I literally, yeah. I took a nap at mile 20. I went and laid in the tent because we had a tent set up and all. And I was like, I just, I got to lay down. Um, so I, I did learn a lot in that race. So like I, I did 42 miles. I pulled the plug before around nighttime. I went out for a couple loops at night after some storms went through. Well, sometimes you just have to. Like yeah. sometimes you just have to say, "I'm done." Well, there was no you know? goal I could go for at that point that I cared about, and I had learned what I needed to learn. Like I'd learned about fueling early and paying more attention to fueling yeah. and liquids and stuff like that. So then I, you know, my big goal coming up next was the 55 miler that Aaron won. Of course, <laughs> that was my big. That's been my big goal for like two years to run that race. And I was really feeling great going into it. Um, we had done a 50K in Maryland at the end of August. It was super hot, but like it was That it was, was fine. the one where we saw you. Yeah, that was the one where we saw you. We grinded mm-hmm. through that. But like I was in feeling really good going into Batona last year. Yeah, you had some really good training yeah. miles in that one. So we're going. Like, you obviously know what happens with her race. She wins. Um, I think you were just intimidated <laughs> by her greatness. I think so. So we had this plan. We're like, all right. I'm like, look, here's what I'm planning to do. Like, you know, just hang with me, whatever. And then if you fall back, it's fine and all that, right? 
So yes, li- literally, the one who was like, "I, I don't think I can hang with you. We're gonna stay together for yeah. a little while. I'll get you through those first miles. I'm gonna do as much as I can through the first, you I know, said maybe 20. 10, 15, yeah, 20. And yeah, see, see what happens, and then you just go. Yeah, you take off, and I'm fine. So like five miles in, I like we're riding there on the bus in the morning. Um, it's a school bus from some. Yeah, you know, there's only like fifty people in this race. It's not some huge race, and I'm like, God, I just don't feel right. You know, I just didn't feel right yeah like i was like maybe it's something i ate whatever it'll work out you know as i start running i'll be fine yeah and i'm running pretty good i'm running like 10 30 pace mm-hmm. early on which is fine you know um it's a pretty flat trail it's not anything crazy technical or anything like that so and all of a sudden <laughs> like five miles in i'm like wow i gotta i gotta stop <laughs> <laughs> so like five miles in i make a quick pit stop and i'm like oh man i was like all right i should be all right now and we're cruising. So at mile like eight or nine is the first aid station. There's a bathroom. I'm like, man, I got to stop again. And I'm like, all right. So we get going again. And like mile, I don't know, 12 maybe? I was say, not 10? even like two miles later. Yeah. Maybe? I'm like, God, I got to stop again. Like this oh is all God. this is all in the woods. This is not like. Yeah, we're on a trail. So this is just going straight off up. Woods. Yeah. I'm oh, like, oh, God. man. <laughs> and eventually we get to mile like 10 or 12. And I'm like yo i'm like you gotta go like you just gotta go because i don't know what's gonna happen And i think that i hesitate i hesitated for quite a while like yeah. i didn't want to leave you should have went sooner but yeah we didn't know you know but if you were sick like i'm sure she didn't want to like leave you sick. no 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 she, she should have like me just sick, like actually. but i i just didn't know i didn't know <laughs> it was his goal race there was like uh, there was like so much going through my head because like this wasn't yeah. a race that i had planned on doing myself uh this was always his goal yeah. race I felt bad that I was feeling good, which you should never feel bad that you're feeling good. But, you know, it was just one of those things where like this was just something I was going to do to see what I could do. Whereas he'd been working for this for like months. Yeah. And I was like, and going in, I felt great. That was the thing. And then like mile 10 hit. And then I was running with our friend Robert, who we had talked about last time um, for a few miles. I'm hanging with him. And then all of a sudden I just got to stop again. And I'm like, I'm like, man this is crazy and like i'm starting to feel like achy and and like that feverish feeling and this is probably mile like 13 um and i'm like oh god so like i'm on my own for a long time at that point uh, and i'm fading way back you know and uh there's an aid station at where's um Carranza? is that like 20 yeah like around mile 20 so from like 15 to 20 mile 15 to 20 i'm like real getting in really bad shape like that achy feverish feeling where everything hurts and you're starting to lunch and now i'm doing like 20 to 25 minute miles because i can't move like so so then i get to the aid station there and really i should have pulled myself there but i didn't of course um so i get to the aid station there and the guy and i find out she's in first for the women's division and i'm like oh i'm like all right i gotta get to the finish i'm gonna make it to the finish so the next aid station is like not not close yeah um, i don't how far is it to quaker six, <sighs> at least six well 33 is but uh is batstow so yeah it's probably 10 miles to the next aid station i start trying to run walk again i can't even do that i have to stop and take a break every time i step over a log because I can't move. Um, I'm proud that you didn't cut it 
like before that. Oh, like, I didn't like, even cut it there. Is proud the right word? I'm not sure. I'm proud's the right word in this situation. So I get well, to just the- compared. Like I just I'm thinking about like me when I was telling the story last episode and how whiny and miserable I was. I would have pulled myself out at any moment. So just hearing him saying I was feeling all this stuff and I kept going. Oh I just God. can't believe it. So I get to the next Stupid aid station. Is what it is. I the pacer or the uh, sweeper caught up to me and I'm like he's like all right I'll just hang with you I'm not sure if there's someone behind you or not I'm like that's fine I was like look he didn't know the trails or anything I'm like I know where I'm going I'm just like not in good shape so I get to the next aid station and I don't pull myself there either because it's in the middle of the woods uh the next spot there's a car there so I know I can get in the car and go well that's 34 miles into this so I went another it's like uh, seven miles probably yeah i don't know yeah he just keeps going like he made it 34 miles basically with a fever yeah and then i had a fever and for dying. like another two weeks after that like i was in terrible terrible we- i mean 25 minute miles i had to stop and take breaks and sit down just to get there um, and then I fell asleep in the car for two hours before I, I drove to the I think finish. when he took his temperature, it was like 102 <laughs> degrees. It was like just above 102. And meanwhile, he's out there doing 34 miles with 102 fever, having to go to the bathroom every like 20 seconds. Thankfully, that stopped at some point. <laughs> so he's got this virus or whatever the heck is happening that he just was in denial about that morning. <laughs> Yeah, so this is my goal race for like two years, right? And you didn't want to give up. Everything just went wrong. Everything. And well, like, it happens. <laughs> like it really knocked me off my game for a good. I still don't think you're recovered. I don't think I have. Like it, but it definitely knocked me off of even wanting to run yeah. for like a solid four months like yeah. just, you just haven't yeah like, i feel like there was a real long mental like yeah recovery from that yeah and like i think now i've it's weird with everything that's happened at all it's kind of gotten me like between that race and how running is now i've gotten to the point where i don't even care about races at all i just really like the running part of it mm. and like going out and doing a really long trail just to do it i don't really need a reason to like i don't need the race i don't need to finish the race i don't need you know uh, it's that's where the 100k was kind of born from like you have you want to do your own goals like you want to kind of like set your own adventures and kind of do your own thing and find you know he not only did we wake up one day to, to this 100k idea another time there was this idea to go from the top of new jersey to the bottom of new jersey because going across the state's not enough let's do 200 <laughs> and and like seven miles from bottom to top but i feel like i have more interest in those kind of odd like adventures than i do in the races like i am signed up for batona again this year if it goes off which there's a chance it will because it's a small race and it's not till october so hopefully it can and i'll, I'll give it everything i have like i have goals that i want for that like i like i tried to actually uh i don't know what it was a few months after the race i tried to go run the trail on my own the whole 55 miles and like mentally it was just i just was not in a place to do it yeah like i was like 
I just, I got like, I did like, I don't know, whatever, 35 miles or whatever. And I was like, I just don't care. Like, I just, I don't care if I finish or not. It yeah. just wasn't, wasn't in me at all to, to do it. Like, I was just mentally broken. Like, I poured so much into that race and everything went wrong. And I was like, now what? You know? Yeah. Like, I did all that. Now what? So I think it took me a long time to figure what the now what was, you know, and it's, it's, yeah, you can have those races, but have these other things that you enjoy around it. So the race isn't everything. Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about that even when I was talking, like it's that joy that you lose. And I think I said that to you semi recently, like, I feel like sometimes you're, we, when we run, it's because we're supposed to be and not because we want to be. And sometimes, yeah, we got to find that balance. And it's hard sometimes when you do have a goal and you want to do something and you know, you've got to grind out those miles to make sure you can get to that goal. But you also got to figure out how then to bring that joy back into it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's basically, I mean, running gave me, you know, better health, obviously, uh, probably a better outlook on life. And just, it, it really helped me with like uh, the inadvertent side effects or like helped me handle depression and other mental health issues that yeah, anxiety things that I really struggled with going into it that I weren't really a part of the plan to Mm -hmm. help. They just kind of came along with it. So that, you know, it was a big change when it eventually happened. And then, you know, finding all those ultra running videos kind of drove me to do the stuff that I really enjoy. And then missing that goal kind of drove me into a even different direction of something. I, but still the same thing that I enjoy, you know? Yeah. Just learning yeah. to enjoy it in different ways. Yeah. I that love that mental, evolution. Yeah. And that mental thing that you're talking about. I mean, that's not something that we've really talked about, Diana and I. But I mean, I think that as a runner, that's all things that we all take out of running. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, when we get further down into some run topics, I, that's actually something that's really good conversation to have is, you know, the mental uh, effects that running can really bring you, the self self-confidence that it can bring you and and um all the things that that it does for you mentally so mm-hmm. yeah sometimes tom will even say to me he's like do you need to go out for like a run or something because like i'll be cranky and then <laughs> as soon as i get back from my run i'm fine like yeah. it's just i need to run yeah. it out well if you think about it think about any team sport um i think running is so different because of the amount of time you spend in your own head mm-hmm. yes. by yourself yeah mm-hmm. and like, i I run without yeah. music too. Yeah. So it's oh, I can't be that alone with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another whole topic for another whole episode is running with I have, music I have and what we do. Full on arguments and and yeah. retorts and man. I mean, I solve the world's problems while I'm out for a run sometimes, right? Or at least I think I do, and then I come back and realize that I haven't. But you know, that's also. True. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, well, that's enough of me. I've taken up way too much time. So let's get into. Uh, the results of would you rather real quickly and then into the new thing. <laughs> All right. He's trying to change topics real fast there. I know. I feel uh, like he has like the best story right? too. I'm watching right. the clock. He's That's like, why. I, I know. I saw. I've been watching keep us, too. Keep us on track. I've been Martin. watching. I've been watching. Anyway. So last week we had the uh, would you rather that uh, asked the questions about snot rockets or chafing. So, um, 
on Facebook, we had 86% of you that said you would prefer to chafe over uh, being team snot rocket and having a snot rocket on you every race. Uh, on Instagram, it was a little bit more even. We had 42% of the people who said that they would take some snot and 58% said chafing. But to be fair, one of the snot votes was from a dog named Archie. <laughs> His, his so, vote counts. His vote counts. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Archie the dog doesn't mind snot on him. Um, in the I, end, I do want to point out that most people agreed with me, by the way, <laughs> that chafing was the way to go. Yes. In the end, their total results were set 27% said snot rockets. Again, one of those includes a dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 73% said chafing. Um Angie said, I chafe on most of my long runs anyway, so that wouldn't be a major change for me. If someone's snot got on me, I'd probably barf. Yep. Amen. <laughs> Nicole agreed and said, let's be real, that she already experiences it, so she doesn't see the problem with it continuing. Uh, Lynn said, first, I'd like to thank you for literally making me gag during my 6.30 a.m. run this morning. An unintentional goal. <laughs> Very entertaining podcast, but gag-worthy towards the end there. I'd have to go with chafing, even though I've never chafed any body part in my life. I know it's weird, but it's true. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous. Right? I'm so jealous. I said, that's what I said. I said, Diana and I were confused. And she answered that uh, that one day when she was running on the boards with uh, some of our friends, that one of our friends mentioned that she had been chafed. And she had to go home and look up what chafing was because she'd never even heard of it, which is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. Here's a fun fact. My my mom, she calls when you chafe in between your legs, she calls it what does she call it? Crotch rot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my God. All right. And oh. I will <laughs> Linda said that she imagined it's showering like with a sunburn, which I will tell you this weekend, I was chafed twice, once on my underarm, once on my back, and I got sunburned. So the combination of the two this week has been really fun. Let me tell you, I'm still what was team worse, snot. in the shower, the sunburn or it, the, it was all uh, terrible. Chafe. The whole thing <laughs> experience of getting into the shower was awful. So I am still wholly team snot rocket after this weekend. Um, Matt from what was where is he from Diana? Oh, Matt Frumpa. <laughs> Matt Frumpa <laughs> says that his team's not rocket for sure. After chafing a nipple, never again. I can't wait till we have a chafing episode. We I can talk about the City of Oaks Marathon. Very excited for ha to have a chafing episode. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> we have been talking chafe. about this for like <laughs> since we decided we were gonna start a podcast. <laughs> all right so this week instead of a would you rather we are going to go into a this or that segment which mm -hmm. is going to be kind of similar to the would you rather because it is kind of a would you rather but um it's just two choices it's two very simple choices um they'll be themed uh sometimes for running sometimes for disney sometimes for whatever i feel like so not ter them. not ter two terrible choices not two terrible choices <laughs> two nice choices because the thing is if you can only have one of these things for the rest of your life oh, no. what would you choose mm -hmm. this or that 
So this week, since we haven't really talked about Disney too much, and all of us are big Disney fans, we are going to go with a Disney theme. Everybody ready? I'm ready. ready. Yeah. This or that. We're going to go with two rides at Disney. So for the rest of your life, you could either go on the People Mover or Space Mountain. And that means that you could never go on the other one ever again. You have to choose this or that. And this is World, right? Because the yeah. People Mover I'm isn't sorry. in Disneyland yes. anymore. Yes, you're right. This is in Disney World. Well, I refuse to ride Space Mountain since I got rid of the bench seats where you had to straddle the people in front of you in a weird, disturbing <laughs> way. <laughs> Does anybody else remember those? Yes. Can you, can you go one episode without being sexual? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, for me, it's people move all day. And there's not even, I don't even, it's not even a choice. Not even a choice. No, I you, love you people You would never mover. be able to go on Space Mountain That's ever perfectly again. fine. I love people mover. Okay. So. That was a really easy choice for him. It was easy. See, I'm like, I feel like I'm struggling. I'm, I'm going to go with Space Mountain only because I just have really great memories of being on that ride when I was a CP and just laughing so hard. I had tears in my eyes. So for the nostalgia of my Disney experience, I think it'll have to be Space Mountain. I, I think I lean more towards the thrill rides. Um, so I would definitely pick space mountain. Um, and then specifically because when we went to Disneyland Paris, there was a Diana, keep me honest. There was a space mountain there, but on the side of space mountain, it said in big letters, it said Baltimore gun club on the side of space mountain in Disneyland Paris. And I was, I've been very confused about that since we've been there. Like, I just don't understand the reference. I don't understand why it's there. Well, it's very um, steampunk. That's the word okay. I was looking for. Yeah. Um, okay. The whole uh, Tomorrowland there is Jules Verne, steampunky, um, from the earth to the moon. Mm -hmm. um, and their space mountain actually is like a launch. It's like a coaster. It's that's not like in, a wild mouse. That's in Paris? It, uh, in Paris, okay. yeah. I've yeah, never so been to Disneyland Paris. I'm definitely all about Space Mountain. Awesome. Okay. So we've got two. Yeah. To me, I just love the classics, which Space Mountain, obviously a classic also, but I don't know. But you still get a little bit of Space Mountain yeah. if on the people mover, right? True. Likes that Widway people mover. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. People Third. mover has become super popular these days. Well, not I these days. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know what I meant. There used to be no one on it. That's why I loved it. <laughs> and the last few times I've been, there has been like a 20 plus minute wait. There's yeah. always yeah. like on the Disney app, there's always a wait now. Why yeah. is there always a wait? Fast Pass Plus ruined everything. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. I agree. We could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> did you know Space Mountain is the third tallest mountain in Florida? No. Or it was. No, I did not. When it used to be Wedway People Mover. Fun they used, fact. They used from to the say this that. Or that. They used to say that on there. Paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Mr. Tom, Tom Morrow. Morrow. <laughs> 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 All right. So, Aaron, um, with this or that, do you do you answer or just us? No. This is like the same kind of thing where when it's Michael's segment, Michael gets to be part of it or doesn't get to be part of it when I do it. I don't get to be. All right. It was clear I wasn't paying attention in the pre-meeting. 
<laughs> I feel like whoever comes up with it. Well, there we got some other ideas too, where the people will have to express their opinions. Yeah. yeah. So we've got some so. new segments coming your way. Yeah. I feel like we want to ro- fresh. Yeah. Well, we want to rotate this part so nothing gets a little stale. Stale. You got to rotate. Yeah. You always got to rotate. So on that note, again, because we have a this or that, we will be able to post this on our uh, Facebook and And Instagram Instagram. so that you guys could tell us what you would choose. If you had to give up one ride for the rest of your life, would it be, what would you choose to stay on? Space Mountain or the People Mover? Let us know and we'll let you know next week what you all say. Thank you, Aaron. That was a lot of fun. Um, and to bring us to our last segment, uh, we'd like to wrap up each episode with sharing something good with our listeners. Um, as always, it can be anything from a beer to an experience to a television show, whatever whatever we feel like sharing. Um, so who wants to kick us off this week? I'll go first and keep it in the Disney world uh, with a podcast called The Mad Chatters. Uh, two gentlemen, uh, f- I think one's from Tennessee, one's in Orlando now maybe. Anyway, it's a super fun Disney show. They talk a lot about the movies as well as the parks and other things. They do a lot of games and all kinds of stuff. Have guests on sometimes from other Disney podcasts. It's a really great, fun, light show. Um, and you can tell they just love the parks and and love Disney stuff in general. So it's, it's a really, really fun lesson. Uh, oh, nice. One I recommend highly. That's awesome. So for me, um, I think it was last Saturday marked the 45th anniversary of the movie Jaws, um, which is definitely in my top five favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. It's, it's, damn near a perfect movie i think it's got a i think a 98 or something percent on rotten tomatoes you feel free to fact check me on that but um (laughs) it's been one of my favorites for a very long time so if you feel like watching a summer flick um check out jaws and if you haven't seen jaws shame on you (laughs) (laughs) uh i watched a movie this weekend called once is enough it is on Amazon Prime, it is a running movie by a comedian named Jeffrey Biney. Um, he tells a story about why he started uh, doing this or why he made a goal to do a race. I don't want to give too much away about it, um, but he is, you know, just your average Joe who had something happen to him and decided that he needs to get in better shape. Me, um, he was at the hospital and he saw a trail running magazine and decided, hey, I could probably do this. So he decided to uh, run a hundred miler and it's the story and his journey to that. Uh, but he's a stand up comedian. So he does it in a very um, funny fashion uh, <laughs> about his weight <laughs> loss journey, about his, um, you know, the the starting out running because he's not only, you know, made this goal, but his goal is to run a hundred miles for the first race he's ever going to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, wow. And he does it like, like while doing stand up. So it, it kind of goes back and forth between his stand up show and his actual journey and uh, seeing his training. Uh, I highly recommend it. It was hilarious. He was great at storytelling. Uh, it was a really good time. Ooh, yeah. We'll add that to the list. Maybe we'll watch that this weekend. Um, 
So for me this week, I'm going to go a little bit different. Um, So summertime means I'm laying by the pool, which means I'm reading a lot more, which I mean, I read all year, but I read particularly in the summer. And I finally read The Princess Diarist, uh, the book Carrie Fisher wrote. It was the book that came out basically right before she passed away. Um, And I've had it for a couple of years and I just haven't read it. And it's all about her diary that she kept while she was filming the first Star Wars movie. Um, And she talks about the affair she has with Harrison Ford. Um, So it talks all about that. And then it like kicks it off. (laughs) And then it has actual pages from her diary in it. And then it wraps it up at the end. Um, And I don't know. She is just one of my favorite humans of all time. She's got the great sense of humor, humility. Um, She's got like the weird extrovert disease that I have where we, we talk to think and that we share too much and just... Her story is always really relatable. So I've read most of her books. Um, She's got some fiction and then she's got some more autobiographical books, but it's called The Princess Diarist. And you can hear some sexy details about a young Harrison Ford and how aloof he was. Sexy. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I'm into that. (laughs) Uh, Very nice. I'll put in the show notes uh, links to the different things that we talked about uh, and that we liked so that you guys can go find them for yourselves. Mm, Sounds good. All right. So that about wraps up this episode. Uh, Be sure to tag us on Facebook and Instagram at will run for podcast. Uh, Be sure to hashtag your stories and include photos so we can share them with our community. Um, Also, don't forget that uh, we would love to know what you're running for this week. So please leave comments. Um, You can even send us an email at willrunforpodcast at gmail.com. We will have new episodes every other Monday. So please be sure to share us and have your friends subscribe and and if you like what you hear, leave a five-star review on Apple. Um, and if you can review us on other platforms, please do so. We, we'd love the support. Um, but really, on behalf of all of us, thank you for listening. Um, we're very excited uh, to be able to share this with you. And so this is Tom. And for Aaron, Diana, and Michael, we will see you later. Bye! Bye. Bye.